So yesterday, I had touched upon the source of joy being within. And so he said, well, what about, what about joy that's the outcome of an experience? So that's what, it's, that's what it looks like on the surface. Here's how, here's how the mind works. And we take it as true because we've been so adapted to it for our entire life that we don't even question. Something happens, an experience happens. We immediately feel either sad, angry, joyful, grateful, frustrated, whatever it may be, depending on what's happened, we have a different reaction to that. I'm waiting on the curb to catch a bus. Okay. Bus comes, slows down nicely in front of me. I get on the bus. There's a seat right up at the front by the driver. I sit down. I'm happy, right? Very successful, successful experience. I may not be blissed out, but I'm, I'm satisfied. What I wanted, it has happened. I'm standing at the bus stop waiting for a bus. The bus zooms right by me and doesn't even bother to stop. I'm annoyed. I'm angry. How could he not stop? The thing says here, bus stop. Route 17, that was a 17 bus. How dare this guy not stop? Was he blind? Didn't he see me standing here? I'm furious. Bus slows down to pick me up, stops, I get on. There's no space to sit down. There's barely any place to stand. I'm okay. Made the bus, but I'm suffocated. The guy next to me smells. I really don't want to stand for the next 45 minutes, so I'm slightly annoyed, but I'll manage. Bus stops to pick me up, but as I walk to get on the bus, I slip on a banana peel that someone has left on the curb. I fall down flat on my behind. Bus decides, oh, I guess she's not going to make it, takes off. I'm now not only left by the bus, but I'm stranded. I can't get up. I burst into tears. Okay? Worst day of my life. Now it starts to rain. Okay. Four different outcomes of one situation. Just waiting for the bus. Four different outcomes. Four different entire inner experiences. Satisfaction. Anger, annoyance, and desperation. But the truth is that every single one of those outcomes has only to do with my own mind. Has nothing to do with anything that the bus did. The bus either stopped or didn't stop, either was empty or full, there was either a banana peel on the road or there wasn't a banana peel on the road. I either stepped in it or I didn't step in it. There was no place in which I got actually injected with joy.
or satisfaction or frustration or anger or desperation. The bus just did its thing. The banana peel did its thing. The weather did its thing. The gravity of my body slipping on a banana peel did its thing. But my mind did its thing. And it's the its thing of the mind that determines whether I'm going to be in joy or not in joy. And this is, it's very, very simple, but it's an incredible lesson if you can take it deeply about life because our greatest source of frustration, anger, depression is due to that which is happening around us. If you take 20 people who are angry and you say to them, why are you angry? Not one of those 20 people is going to say, because I have made a choice to be angry, because I have decided to ruin my day. Every one of them will give you some reason, some person, some experience that has made them angry. No. Now, if there had been a big puddle of water on the side of the road, in the gutter, and the bus went by, and it splashed the water on me, I would have been wet. The bus has the power to make me wet. It does not have the power to make me angry. There's no puddle of anger that the bus is going to splash on me that despite my best intentions, I end up covered in anger. It doesn't exist. Puddle of water? Sure. tangible. Spray water on me, I will get wet. But spray water on me, I will get angry? Where has that come from? Where's the, where's the puddle of anger somebody's going to spray on you or the puddle of joy somebody's going to spray on you? doesn't exist. And so it's only how we respond to what happens in life. And this is the, really the greatest lesson. There's a, um, a beautiful, beautiful saint who used to live right across Ganga from us. And he had a teaching that I've held very dear. And he always said, you know, I don't care how much money you make. I don't care what your title is in your career. But the only definition of success that means anything. The only definition of success that matters is how you respond to the inevitable times that the universe does not act the way you think it should. That's the only definition of success that matters. And so experiences don't give us joy unless there's some puddle of joy that's being sprayed on us that I don't know about, or some cloud that's raining down joy. We, we respond to situations with joy. 
We respond to situations with anger. And what's interesting is two different people could respond to the exact same situation in exactly opposite ways. Husband and wife, supposed to go to a party that night. Maybe the wife is an extrovert. She loves parties. She loves being with people. She's really looking forward to seeing everybody. She's a social butterfly. Maybe the husband is more of an introvert. If it were up to him, would really much rather spend the evening at home. But till he goes, you know, you make sacrifices in a relationship. <coughs> Suddenly, an hour before they were due to leave the house, they get a call that the party's canceled. One home, one phone call, one experience, two entirely different reactions. The husband is like, wow, won the lottery, you know, this is so great. We've got a night, get to stay home. And the wife is miserable. She was really looking forward to it. Now she's depressed. Now she feels lonely. It's only about how we, how we take it. And so in your life, Think about all of that that makes you angry. Think about all that that makes you upset. And then think about all the different ways you have to respond differently. Do you have a choice? Is there an alternative? This is my favorite question in the world. Is there an alternative? Because we get in such robotic, autopilot ways of living that we forget that we've actually got this incredible thing called free will. Somebody says something to us and we react. They do something, we react. And especially if there are situations in our families or in our workplaces or in our own lives, that are patterns. And we get ourselves in a situation where every time something happens, we respond in the same way. We react in the same way. And we literally forget there might be an alternative. I get angry, drown my sorrows in a six-pack. Or I get angry, I hit my family. I get angry, I take drugs. I get angry, I go shopping. I get angry, I eat chocolate cake. Whatever, whatever my way of dealing with my emotions may be, it becomes autopilot. Every time I'm angry, here's what I do. I get drunk, I use drugs, I shop, I gamble, I have indiscriminate sex, I hit people. I, either way. But it becomes this automatic thing. And the question always to ask yourself, and I don't care how many times you've responded in exactly the same way before, you still have a choice. Every time is a brand new time. Every time we have an option. But we have to create the possibility in our mind of there being an option. And this is where that great question, the million-dollar question, billion-dollar question, is there an alternative? And what you'll find is there's always 
an alternative. You may not have the creative power in that moment to figure out what it may be. You may be so full of rage that the only way you know how to respond is hitting someone or numbing yourself. But simply to acknowledge that there is an alternative is that foot in the doorway to a brand new life. That foot in the doorway to a brand new way of living. And that's what's so exciting because every time we have a new chance. But you have to create that moment of space that just says, might there be an alternative? And to allow yourself to realize that yes, doesn't mean you're wrong, doesn't mean you're bad, doesn't mean you should feel guilty. It just means you have a choice. And how exciting, how empowering. Wow, I'm not a robot. Wow, I'm not a machine, look at that. I actually can stop myself halfway through hitting someone. I actually can stop myself halfway through an alcoholic binge. I actually can stop myself before I yell at someone or in the midst of yelling at someone. I have that power. And that's an incredible awareness. And even if it's not an external reaction, if it's just internal, something happens and I become depressed. Because that's the other way. If I don't act out, it's going to come within. I just start to ruminate. Oh my God, poor me. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm stuck in this relationship. Oh, what, what a mistake I made. This, and I'm just getting older day by day. My God, I really, you know. And it just we start to ruminate. Why did I get stuck like this? Why are my stars so bad? And God, you know, when is, when is my, my astrology going to be better? When is, when is grace going to come in my life? Why doesn't God, I'm such a good person, why doesn't God take care of me? And, and that's just as much of a habit as abusing alcohol or drugs or sex or gambling or food. Or just, it's just a different, a different way but we're just as stuck. And so whatever your way is, just ask yourself, is there an alternative? And then find out what it is. And there's always, there's always, as I said, an alternative. And alternatives usually include things like a nice walk in the park, a nice glass of cool water, some deep breathing, some meditating, a yoga class, hug from a loved one, to go out and do something good for others, go work in a soup kitchen for a few hours, go read to blind people, go plant some trees, go play with the animals in an animal shelter. Just do something to get you out of yourself to just change the entire framework of how you're reacting. And then what you'll find is no situation, no experience has the power to give you anything. It all comes from within.